This is Surreal Politics, Stage 1, Episode 4, Spies Gone Wild. April 10th, Politique in an unreal world. I am uh, I'm your host, as you may have gathered. Today is April 10th, 2023 is the current year. And this is Stage 1, Episode 4. I've titled this Spies Gone Wild. And it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting story. How, uh, well, you know, I mean, the, the, we're going to get into an interesting story that is actually the subject matter of the production today. But I started off thinking that this story was completely dead. The story that I'm about to talk to you about, I started off thinking that it was something completely different uh, than what it was. I was like, oh, the Biden administration has egg all over their face because the spies are leaking and then they're looking dumb and they've been spying on their friends in Israel and stuff. They're going to be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> and then, like, as I, as I went digging through the thing, it sort of occurred to me that um, I was looking at a very different sort of story than I actually was looking at. And so... That actually comes across in in my uh, it's got a little bit of a spoiler alert I'm giving you, frankly, and I'm not. I probably shouldn't do that. Now let me ask you guys something. I'm gonna look in the uh, in the Odyssey chat in a second. Yeah, this is. I can't believe that this is happening. So who should I cut off? I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna cut off Joshu TV and see if that helps anything, because my Odyssey feed is buffering. Why would you be buffering? You shouldn't do that. Anyway, so as I was saying. Um, the, uh, I was, uh, as I was producing the show, as I was putting the script together, I started writing one story, and as I'm, like, going through all the information to put the story together, I'm like, wait a second, this doesn't make any sense, they're lying to me, and so, it's a little bit of a spoiler alert, but I'll just, I'll get into it. There's, um, you know, there's a saying. That two men can keep a secret if one of them is dead. Maybe you've heard this before, right? Which means that Washington is going to have a, a great deal of very morbid work to do if they want to clean up their intelligence messes. Over a million people in the United States have top secret security clearances. While that does not mean that everybody with a clearance gets to read every top secret document, it does mean that it is completely impossible to keep track of America's secrets at this point. This phenomenon interacts well with a uh, interacts with a well understood overclassification problem in which secrets are kept without justification, thereby diminishing the seriousness of the classification process 
and thereby uh, causing a generally incautious attitude about classified material. Famously, this was splashed all over TVs and newspapers in recent months as Donald Trump, Mike Pence, and Joe Biden all were discovered to have classified materials in their private residences. Now, while there might be some justification to this for Donald Trump and maybe even Mike Pence, Biden was discovered to possess documents from when he was a senator and lacked any sort of classification authority. In Biden's case, it also demonstrated a much longer history of mishandling the information and was all the more troubling given that the Biden's, uh, given that uh, Joe Biden denied any knowledge of the material. His son's, you know, well-documented drug problem didn't help matters any. And, of course, the infamous Biden family business of influencing peddling, most notably in Ukraine and in China. Maybe the only thing worse than indiscriminately handing out security clearances is handing them out anti-discriminatorily, right? Or in an anti-discriminatory fashion, I should say, because I don't know if discriminatorily is actually a word. There's no good reason to imagine that the U.S. government halts its affirmative action programs at the doorstep of national security, right? Just look at Lloyd Austin, and don't even get me started on Sam Brinton. For Democrats, competence borders on disqualifying, unless, of course, you're a civil lawyer or a campaign strategist. When an intelligence leak supports our point of view or our political agenda, there's an understandable tendency to cheer the leaker as a whistleblower and hail them as a hero, right? Public opinion toward Edward Snowden, the NSA contractor who exposed the PRISM program, for example, tend, generally tends to be pretty positive, right? For Democrats, it takes on a decidedly partisan character, as does everything else that they do, right? Criminals in the so-called intelligence community jeopardized national security all throughout the Trump administration, demonstrating that leftists would burn this country to the ground for a chance to rule the ashes, or maybe just for the joy of seeing it burn, you know, depending on who you talk to. But burning to the ground is exactly what a country does when it can't keep its secrets. Imagine what would happen to a private company that couldn't keep its financial records from being published in the newspapers. The prices they pay for the products they sell, a software developer's source code, the seasoning blends for a famous restaurant, whatever it is, we all have our secrets. They define us no less than the things that we disclose. And now, I like embarrassing Democrats as much as the next guy, and given the way these crooks have politicized every element of the apparatus, it has become near impossible to draw any distinction between the Democrat Party and the state itself. One might justifiably describe this party state as the enemy of mankind, and on account of this, find some satisfaction in watching it meet precisely the fate it is doomed to meet should their antics be allowed to persist. But this is hardly a cost-free, unalloyed good, of course. Like it or not, the U.S. government has dominated the world order since the collapse of the Soviet Union, and there's a reasonable consensus that we are all better off that it didn't go the other way around, you know? You bring down the U.S. government, and the world is going to be a very different and entirely unpredictable place. It will, by definition, result in a new world order, which, you know, a lot of people understandably have some uh, apprehension about. That may, at some juncture, emerge a preferable order to the one that we suffer under today, but it is quite certain to be a very disorderly place for, you know, some period of time. During that interim, war and poverty can be expected and might very well be the least of mankind's problems.
If we were to make bets as to who would emerge atop the heap from that chaos, the smart money would be on China. And while the Chinese have proven adept at maintaining order, it is not the sort of order most Americans have become accustomed to. Setting aside the unique American conception of freedom, which the Chinese have little use for, the dominance of the dollar and the American military have afforded Americans the comfort of physical and economic security, the likes of which has never been known throughout history. If you think our streets are in chaos today, just you wait and see what happens when it's not just criminals roaming those streets with nothing to lose. All of which is to say, I had some trouble processing a series of recent news stories about some allegedly leaked U.S. intelligence documents. Fingers were pointing in all directions with conflicting reports across various news outlets as to the veracity of a hundred or more classified documents allegedly from the U.S. intelligence community and specifically the Pentagon. The documents purport to show Ukrainian and Russian conflict casualties, American espionage operations in the U.K., South Korea, Israel, Ukraine, and especially Russia. A second dump reportedly details, quote, American national security secrets on Ukraine, the Middle East, and China. Hmm. At first, I'm glad to see the Biden administration with egg on its face, like I said, you know, when we were getting started here. This Ukraine grift has become such a debacle that I can't help but hope my own country loses its little proxy war before somebody gets the idea in their head to take the proxies out of it and get to the point. I've got a justified contempt for the American, uh, the politicized American intelligence apparatus and the idea that they are now scrambling to get their spies out of hostile nations before they find themselves dead or in prison gives me a certain satisfaction, if I'm honest with you. For all the fear, uncertainty, death, and suffering that they have caused, they are owed at least that much discomfort, if you think about it. On the other hand... I do expect changing political winds will sweep the Democrats out of power in the not-so-distant future. For whoever gets handed the unenviable task of cleaning up this mess, it sure would be nice if they didn't have to do it without the benefit of a stable currency and a strong military. It hardly seems practical to interview a million people with top-secret security clearances and try to figure out how many of them have been reading Antifa blogs or taking money from foreign intelligence agencies, especially since it's probably a really high percentage of them. Perhaps we should hope that there's some truth to the speculation that these aren't leaks at all, but rather plants. And there appears to be some substantial evidence of this. When I first posted about this story, I repeated some casualty numbers, allegedly from the document dump, which claimed the U.S. government had basically inverted the casualty numbers for Ukraine and Russia. The veracity of that leak has been called into question sufficiently that I updated the post rather than place my reputation on those numbers. But that in itself tells us something very interesting, I'd say. Because we know that the U.S. government is lying about Ukraine, right? I mean, it's a war, and they would be lying even if they weren't nefarious. I mean, that's how war works. When you, when you wage war, you lie. It's kind of like an important feature of the enterprise, you know? Given that they are nefarious, we can expect them to lie all that much more, and this idea that the Ukrainian conscripts are defeating the Russian war machine is preposterous on its face, even with American materiel. So any leaked materials about that conflict would necessarily have to prove embarrassing, wouldn't they? The New York Times cites an unnamed senior intelligence official. Yeah, you might have, read, you might have heard of this guy. 
His name is Senior. Uh, middle initial is I, and his last name is uh, Official. He's got a brother. Um, his, uh, his name is Senior Administration Official. And he, uh, he works for the New York Times full-time, I think. He's always being quoted in the New York Times as Senior Intelligence Official or the Senior Administration Official. Um, and that's got to be his name because, I mean, he's in the New York Times all the time. But nobody could pick this guy out of a lineup, Senior Intelligence Official, if you get my drift. But this senior intelligence official, he says, this is a nightmare for the five eyes in a reference to the United States, Britain, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada, the so-called five eyes nations that broadly share intelligence. If true, some of the revelations could be perceived as damaging. For example, that the United States is spying on its supposed allies in the UK, South Korea, and ooh, you don't want to mess with them Israelis, America. You got to go ask them for permission to run for president later. Then again, if the United States wanted to plant disinformation, it would probably have to publish something that appeared embarrassing, right? I mean, you want to publish some disinformation and you're just like, there's a difference in information that just makes me look good. They're going to be like, yeah, I know what you're doing, dummy. Stop it. You, know? <laughs> you have to publish something that looks inconvenient, don't you? A good way to do that would be to get those allies in on the gag, America may not have gotten caught at all. These allies could very well have consented to this scheme as a means by which to add credibility to disinformation. There's a piece over at RT titled, Here's Why the Leaked Secret Plan for Ukrainian Military Offensive Doesn't Add Up. And it calls into question a number of the findings, but I'll quote here one that stands out the most to me. Quote, the blatant falsification of data on the readiness of Ukrainian military formations catches the eye. The document states that of the nine supposedly to be trained up to U.S. and NATO standards by March 31st and April 30th, five of Kiev's brigades had zero training. These are the 82nd Airborne, the 32nd, 117th, and 118th Territorial Defense, as well as the 21st Separate Mechanized. Even if only two or three companies in these brigades were trained and self-preparation wasn't completed, their level of training could not be zero. At the same time, the highest percentage of readiness was recorded only in the 47th mechanized, 40%, and the 46th airborne, uh, 60%. That's the end of the quote. Now, I am by no means inclined to overestimate the prowess of the Ukrainian armed forces. They have conscripted every man in the country, including their transgenders, and sent them off to absorb Russian artillery with zero regard for their safety and no intent to win the war. That much is clear. American military strategists have not been shy about going on television and saying as much. Winning is not the goal. Harming Russia is the goal. And the best uh, way to do this is with a drawn-out conflict with no decisive victory for either side. But to say that these units have zero training after a year of warfare is obviously preposterous. <laughs> to say that their best trained forces are only at 60% readiness is in direct conflict with the otherwise favorable reporting on Ukraine's supposed uh, combat success rate, isn't it? This seems to rhyme with early U.S. statements about the conflict— Sorry. Okay. Pardon me. Sorry about that. 
This seems to rhyme with early U.S. statements about the conflict that Kiev would fall in 72 hours. Or, you know, Joe Biden's famous, well, you know, maybe if it's a minor incursion remark, right? These were invitations for Russia to invade Ukraine. They were bait. The U.S. government was clearly trying to encourage the invasion with the aim of dragging it out as long as humanly possible in order to weaken the Russian Federation. Reading American and British media reports about these supposed leaks, what stands out is the dire conclusions reached by these reporters without any specificity of the implications. It seems like every reporter in the United States has banged out a thousand words or so, citing various unnamed sources in the government, all of whom are so anxious to speak on condition of anonymity to tell the world that the sky is falling. But outside the stories, uh, but outside the stories of spying on allies, why did that just happen? Where'd you go? Get out of here! What's happening here? My uh, my streams are failing. Is that what's going on? I'm okay on entropy, but. Odyssey is freezing up. Is that what's going on? This is absolutely amazing. You know when I pay for like the top-notch internet here? <laughs> I pay big bucks for the top-notch internet here. Well, it's still working on DLive, so I don't know. Maybe Odyssey's broken. I don't know what's happening. So I will continue... Uh, for the sake of the people who are still able to hear me. I don't know what's going on. This is ridiculous. Who's dropping frames? That would be... Whatever. But outside of the stories of spying on allies, there is no clear indication that the leaks are at all damaging to the United States. If we accept as plausible that these allies are in on a disinformation campaign, then there is no reason to believe a word of these documents. Come to think about it, they look more like bragging in that light. The documents claim that the U.S. has thoroughly infiltrated the, the Russian government, but RT's analysis on what the documents say about Russian troop movements and casualty figures are very telling. Quote, the probable sources, the probable locations of Russian units indicated on the combat map in red appear to have been collected from open sources. Several pro-Kiev resources that track military operations contain almost identical information. Also, the ratio of killed and wounded for the Ukrainian and Russian armed forces, which initially appeared in these secret plans, have since been changed. When first reported, the losses for the Ukrainian side were underestimated at about 16,500 to 17,000 people. Then, probably to be more realistic, they increased them almost fivefold to 65,000 to 75,000. At the same time, the numbers given for Russia's purported losses of vehicles and equipment coincide with the data published by Kiev's Ministry of Defense. Okay. While I don't doubt that the U.S. spies on Russia or that a great deal of money and time and sophisticated equipment have been invested in that mission, the information thus far provided does not contain anything that would be indicative of a successful infiltration of the Russian state, which the documents purport to show. Sure, the U.S. has been able to provide useful information on Russian troop movements, but this is largely the product of signals intelligence and satellites. 
If you think that Kiev's Ministry of Defense is all about publishing accurate numbers, then I suppose you can believe that an American espionage operation with eyes all over the Russian state would come up with the same stats. If, like me, on the other hand, you're a bit more cautious about Hunter Biden's piggy bank, you might conclude that Ukraine is more likely to be pushing war propaganda and sales pitches for their benefactors at the Federal Reserve. In that case, any U.S. intelligence leak that agrees with these numbers is obviously very suspect. In this light, it looks more like the United States is selling disinformation as a means by which to confuse Russian operations. But if I figured this out in an afternoon, you've got to expect that the GRU is even less impressed than your humble correspondent. And I think that's not a whole lot better than a real intelligence leak, if you think about it. What this actually exposes is something far worse than a disloyal spy dropping documents on Discord. It shows how incompetent and unsophisticated the American disinformation campaign really is, despite the slavish compliance of a credulous media all too eager to mislead their audiences in service to the Biden administration. It may very well expose just how little Washington actually knows about what is going on in Russia. And of course, this would comport with what we on the right happen to know about the American left, among which is that they suffer from a staggering lack of curiosity brought on in large part by their God complex and the belief that they can dictate reality through manipulation of language. They don't need to know the truth, they can conjure it, you see. They believe it is so, and so they say it is so, and that makes it so, and if you disagree with them, you are committing blasphemy, you see. After all, if they can abolish sex, conjure gender, and have protests that are fiery but mostly peaceful, then why not just say that you have also won the war, secured the border, conquered the laws of supply and demand, and of course gotten more votes than any other president in the history of the United States? 217-688-1433 if you would like to be on the program. And the more you talk, the less I have to. So please do give us a call. Now, I am sorry to have uh, paused a couple of times during the course of my reading of that thing, but now I'm going to just take a quick assessment and see if my videos happen to be working, and apparently they do happen to be working. So that is very good news, and I am very good to know. All right. 217-688-1433, if you'd like to be on the program, and the more you tell the less I have to, so please do give us a call. And I will pull up, here's another thing that came up. So, like, these guys who apparently, like, ran this down are from an outfit called Bellingcat. Now, if you don't know about Bellingcat, Bellingcat is like the idea is you put a bell on a cat. So when the cat comes, you hit a bell, and then you're like, oh, it's the kitty, you know. And so these guys who are involved with this operation, they think that this is very clever, you see. (laughs) And they're involved with a guy by the name of Alexei Navalny. And Alexei Navalny, um, I'm not going to say he's a source of constant amusement for me just because I don't pay all that much attention to him. But what I know of him is profoundly amusing, you know. Have any of you seen... It doesn't, it wouldn't do much justice on an audio stream, so I'm not going to play it, but I want to encourage you, if you haven't seen this, I think it was on CNN, it might be on Netflix, I think you could look it up on Netflix, Navalny is the name of the thing, and it's this, like, I think it was like two hours long, they played it on CNN while I was, uh, well, I was at a, like a sleepaway camp sort of thing, you might have gathered, 
And uh, <laughs> what he does is he, he claims he gets poisoned, right? And so he goes, he's like, he's like on parole or something in Russia. He's not supposed to leave the country. He's like, oh, well, I've been poisoned, so now I've got to go to Germany, right? So that's illegal, right? You know, allowed to just like skip the country when you're on parole or whatever, you know. But it's like, oh, well, the Russian intelligence agencies poisoned me, poisoned me. So I had to go to Germany. Okay. And while he's over there, after he, you know, recovers from his poisoning or whatever, and then he's like hanging out with his friends in his apartment and they've got the cameras running and they get their phones out and they start calling people on the phone. And they're like, hey, you know, I'm from the security services and uh, I just want to know wh- why didn't you succeed in killing Alexei Navalny? Now, now you won't hear this in English. It's, they're speaking in Russian and their subtitles. Why I say it's no good for audio feed. But they're calling these guys up and they're like, you know, why? Tell me what happened. Tell me how you how did you poison Navalny and why isn't he dead? You know, and he gets one of these guys to like confess to it on the phone. They're all like, we're not supposed to talk about it on this line. And he's like, when you get to this level, it doesn't matter what you do. And they're like, okay, fine. And then like some guy tells them, yeah, so we put the poison in his underwear. And I don't know why he's not dead. And he's like, well, we got him, guys. And, like, CNN's credulous audience is like, wow, that guy's a hero. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, this is complete nonsense. Why would anybody believe this nonsense, you know? But apparently people do. And so this is like this outfit that he's involved with, this, this thing called Bellingcat. And so there's a thing over at Bellingcat that sort of tells the story of these leaks. And I will, uh, I will read a little bit from this. 217-688-1433 if you would like to be on the program and I'm more you tell the lesson I have to, so please do give us a call. Let me see here. Boom, 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 boom. Is that not working? All right, so. In recent days, the U.S. Justice Department and Pentagon have begun investigating an apparent online leak of sensitive documents, including some that were marked top secret. Yeah, this is Eric Toller over at Bellingcat. And the title of the piece is From Discord to 4chan, The Improbable Journey of a U.S. Intelligence League. Well, I'll say, you know, that's a pretty good point, Mr. Toller. That is a rather improbable journey, isn't it? That they're like, you know, man, you know, we got to get this out there, man. What are you going to do? I got an idea. Let's go on a Discord server and give it to the gamers. All right. Sure, dude. A portion of the documents, which have since been widely covered by the news media, focused on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, while others detailed analysis of potential UK policies in the South China Sea and the activities of a Houthi figure in Yemen. The existence of the documents was first reported by the New York Times after a number of Russian telegram channels shared five photograph files related to the invasion of Ukraine on April 5th, at least one of which has since been found by Bellingcat to be crudely edited. Oh! These, these, sorry, these documents appeared to be dated to early March, around the time they were first posted online to Discord, a messaging platform popular with gamers. However, Bellingcat has seen evidence that some documents dated to January could have been posted online even earlier than that, although it is unclear exactly when. Bellingcat also spoke to three members of the Discord community where the images had been posted, who claimed that many more documents had been shared across other Discord servers in recent months. Okay. So let me get this straight. You're on Discord, and Discord, I mean, I've never been a big Discord guy, you know, 
they went around and they started banning everybody who wasn't like, uh, I don't know, a Democrat. And so I didn't, I've never been big on Discord. But my understanding of Discord, and feel free to call and tell me I'm wrong at 217-688-1433, is that you go on Discord and you're on something called a server. Now, I don't like this Discord server language because it's not a server, okay? You know, I was on a Discord server once and I said, oh, it's self-hosted. They're in control of it. Therefore, it's not going to be a problem. And I found out later on that this is not a server. <laughs> it's a chat room, okay? But anyway, so... You've got this thing, and it's self-contained. You're on a Discord server. You don't see what's happening on other Discord servers. So they're like, they're on this Discord server, and somebody's like, hey, guys, you want some classified documents? It's like the old marijuana commercial. It's like, uh, hey, kid, I just got, I got something you just got to try, okay? And he's like, I don't know, man. My teacher warned me. And he's like, no, man, you're going to be cool. Just take some classified documents. <laughs> So they say that these servers, these Discord servers, these chat rooms that the gamers are in, are like, yeah, man, you know, all the gamer servers that I'm on, dude, like, guys just keep on dropping top secret intelligence there. And we're like, stop spamming, dude, you know. And the spammers just keep on coming back. They're like, no, read my top secret documents, please. I know you guys are gamers, but this is really important. It pertains to the war in Ukraine. People are dying. And they're like, ah, shut up. <laughs> As the channels were deleted following the controversy generated by the leaked documents, Bellingcat has not been able to confirm this claim. Oh, so Bellingcat went over there and these guys were like, hey, they're, they're post they keep on spamming classified documents. And they're like, oh, wow, can you show it? And like, we're going to delete all the evidence now. Get out of here, Bellingcat. And they're like, wait, foiled again. <laughs> Bizarrely, the Discord channels in which the documents dated from March were posted focused on the Minecraft computer game and fandom for a Filipino YouTube celebrity. They then spread to other sites such as the image board 4chan before appearing on Telegram, Twitter, and other major media publishers around the world in recent days. Okay. So you're like, okay, Minecraft, I don't, I've never played Minecraft. I mean, if you guys want to call in at 217-688-1433 and tell me that Minecraft is the type of play, place where, like, people, they post, you know, top secret government documents. I mean, I'll, I could stand corrected. I don't play Minecraft, you know. I do the Pokemon Go thing. And in Pokemon Go, like, you can't, you can't trade top secret documents at all. It's run by the Chinese. They're just trying to, you know monitor all your movements and hear what you say so that they can train their artificial intelligence to destroy the United States. You see what I'm saying? Um, and so I don't play Minecraft, and I don't know if that's a good place to trade top-secret documents, but it, it strikes me as kind of weird that this is where, you know, if you're a spy and you're like, all right, guys, we're going to blow up this whole Ukraine thing, you know? We're going to show those, we're going to show those Americans and those Ukrainians once and for all that they should not get attacked and stuff, you know? So we're going to post their stuff in the Minecraft Discord. Okay. And then they spread on Telegram and Twitter, and eventually they found a credulous reporter at the New York Times, and the New York Times was like, oh, this is great for the Biden administration. We'll do this. Ukrainian officials have cast doubt on the veracity of the documents with Mikhailo Podolyak 
it's always easier to read this without moving my lips. I'm just like, and then I move on to the words. The advisor to the head of the office of the president of Ukraine stating on Telegram that he believes Russia is behind the purported leak. But U.S. security officials quoted by the New York Times appear to hint at their authenticity. Okay. That explains it now. I know why they posted it to, to, to the Minecraft Discord. It was the Russian hackers. The Russian hackers, those diabolical Russian hackers always screwing with American democracy, wanted to influence young voters by giving them Ukrainian troop movements in the Minecraft Discord. Oh, that is crafty of those Russians. But wait a second. Why the whole entire... All right. That's, maybe they're going to make sense of it. I don't know. That doesn't... Why would the Russians post Ukrainian troop movements to a Minecraft discord? Because, I mean, like that, you know, if they have the movements, that's actually helpful for the Russians, right? The Russians want to know where the Ukrainians are, and they don't want the Ukrainians to know that they know. So why are the Russians leaking the Ukrainian troop movements? And if they're going to leak the Ukrainian troop movements... Why are they doing it on the Minecraft Discord server? Those Russians are smart. I mean, they've, they've outsmarted me. I mean, obviously they know something that I don't know. Russian president spokes, Russian presidential spokesperson, I should say, Dmitry Peskov, told CNN that the documents showed the extent of U.S. and NATO involvement in Ukraine. Yet one pro-Russian telegram channel that has been providing updates on the conflict wasn't convinced and said it was possible the documents could be Western disinformation. Maybe this is what I'm talking about. I don't know. No, it's not the same one. The documents appear to detail events and offer analysis of Russia's invasion of Ukraine up until March of 2023. None of the documents seen by Bellingcat had been scanned, but rather had been photographed. Creases can be seen in the documents with items such as hunter's scope box with hunt I'm sorry, with items such as a hunter's scope box and some gorilla glue visible in the background of those dated from early March. This appears to indicate that a at least some of the documents were photographed in the same location. The content of the shared documents ranges widely, with some topics including maps of hotspots in Ukraine, such as Bakhmut and Kharkiv, a delivery timetable for Western munitions to Ukraine, as well as maps and catalogs of Ukrainian air defense assets, including a calendar of ammunition expenditures. A CIA Operations Center Intelligence update marked top secret for March 2nd is also included in the images, although much of the information in these documents had previously been publicly available through media reports. While it has yet to uh, it, while it has yet not been possible to uncover the original source of these original leaks, it has been possible to trace the spread of the documents over a variety of internet forums in recent months before they were reported by pro-Russian telegram channels and then major media outlets. On April 5th, the documents started propagating through pro-Russian telegram channels with the first version found by Bellingcat being on the Telegram channel Donbass Devushka. Uh, and that was at 9.29 p.m. on April 5th, Ukraine time. The post contained four images before another post with a further image was shared shortly after. 
Just a couple of hours earlier, a user on 4chan had posted the first of eight messages in a thread on the politically incorrect poll board on 4chan, uh, three of which had images attached of seemingly similar but mostly different documents. These eight images, some of which can be seen below, were um, made by the same anonymous user uh, as indicated by the same ID being used. In a further post without an image, the same poster argued with another 4chan user about the veracity of the information contained within their posts. There was only one image in common between the Telegram and the 4chan posts, a map that showed a number of statistics, including a cumulative number of killed in action uh, soldiers on the Russian and Ukrainian sides uh, through the course of the war. However, the numbers on these two sources differed, with the first source, 4chan, showing more Russian losses than Ukraine, and the second source, Donbass, uh, Donbass Devushka, the reverse. A closer examination of the second image with the much higher uh, Ukrainian KIA numbers uh, that was posted on Telegram shows crude image manipulation. As well as the later posting time and the far blurrier resolution, the numbers are out of alignment. Spacing between some numbers and letters uh, is also too large to be consistent with the font. It also therefore seems that either the Donbash Devushka Telegram account or a previous source posted by this account altered the original image to paint the Ukrainian losses as heavier than the original assessment. And this is, I told you before, that I had, I had published something that made claims about these numbers, and this was brought to my attention subsequent. Now, I'm not doubting those numbers because Bellingcat doubts them. I'm doubting them because more credible people than Bellingcat do. Uh, 217-688-1433 if you'd like to be on the program. Nevertheless, neither of the sources for 4chan or Telegram posts are the original. On March 4th, over a month before the Telegram and 4chan posts, 10 documents were posted to a Discord server called Minecraft Earthmap. Minecraft is a popular computer game uh, with millions of players around the world. After a brief spat with another person on the server about Minecraft maps and the war in Ukraine, one of the Discord users replied, Here, have some leaked documents attaching documents about Ukraine, some of which bore the top-secret markings. Okay. So these guys are like just doing their thing. They're, you know, playing Minecraft and they're like, hey, dude, you want to talk about politics? He's like, I'll talk about politics. I like that Ukraine stuff. And he's like, nah, Ukraine sucks, man. Just look at the top secret documents. All right. This is just like gamer stuff now. Now, you know, there's two ways of looking at that, by the way. One way of looking at it is this is completely preposterous and there's no possible way that that actually happened. And that is, you know, Let's, that's the baseline expectation so far as I'm concerned. Another way of looking at it is maybe this really is happening, right? Like maybe there's just like top secret documents flying around Discord with Minecraft gamers. I'm not sure which is worse. You know. After all seven, uh, I'm sorry, all seven of the documents from the 4chan and Telegram posts, including with the map in the lower casualty figures from Ukraine, were present in this post, along with three additional ones not posted in any Telegram, Twitter, or 4chan post at the time. The user who shared this map later claimed on Twitter that he found them by uh, found them by another user on a Discord server called WowMow, run by and for fans of a popular YouTuber by the same name. Okay. So the guy who posted it, this is good. Now we're getting to the bottom of this thing. It wasn't just 4chan gamers who were just trading toxic documents. 
he actually found them on the Yao Mao server. He was over. He's like, hey, you know, uh, you're a Filipino YouTuber and I like your stuff. So I'm going to hang out your Discord. And he's like, have some doc documents. He's like, what am I going to do with these? He's like, use them in an argument in Minecraft. And he's like, perfect, right? And so this guy is on the Yao Mao server. And on March 1st and March 2nd, a Wow Mao user posted over 30 documents, many of which were marked top secret on the server, therefore predating the Minecraft server posting. Now we're getting somewhere. The same user also posted dozens of other documents about Ukraine on this server before they were purged on April 7th. While Bellingcat has seen these posts, it has not been able to independently verify the authenticity of the documents within them. Well, why don't you just go ask the guy who posts the Bellingcat, right? Because you've taken a bunch of open source nonsense and you're trying to, like, shuffle it around so that you can find another source for it. This is obviously what's happening, right? However, the WowMau server may still not be the original source. Bellingcat spoke to... Yeah, of course it's not the original source, <laughs> right? Oh, did the documents... Did, did no, they can't be the original source of the Yao Mao Discord server, <laughs> right? Somebody had to post them there, and they had to get them from somewhere, which is probably like Alexei Navalny's, you know, Facebook profile or whatever. Bellingcat spoke to members of a separate Discord community who claimed that other images had been posted earlier on yet another since-deleted server called Thug Shaker Central but which also had several other names at different times. Image files shown to Bellingcat detailed a further document in the name in the same style and formatting of those posted in the WowMau server that was dated to January 13th. Okay. So the Thug Shaker Central server is where the guy got them before he posted them to the WowMau server. And then the WowMau server, then he's like, he's like, I'm going to use these to own people in Discord, um, on um, Minecraft. The Thug Shaker Central server was originally named after its original founder. Um, one member of the server with the name uh, Vaki told Bellingcat. Server administrator duties then passed through various users before a new member took on the responsibility and went through one of the many name changes. Vaki did not want to name this person, but said they were the original source of the leaked documents. According to Vaki and two other users who spoke to Bellingcat but declined to be identified by the usernames, the files were leaked onto the WowMau server. Only are, the files leaked onto the WowMau server are only the tip of the iceberg compared to the quantity of documents posted to Thug Shaker Central. There are no traces left of the server outside of the testimony of these users and scattered references to its existence on 4chan. Bellingcat is therefore unable to independently verify all of the information shared by these users, including the aforementioned January document, or if the um, if the other uploader described as the source of the leak was indeed the original source. Well, the U.S. intelligence community is in luck, right? Because um, Discord is another spy weapon, you might have heard, right? <laughs> They're like, oh, well, um, we use this to go and spy on our political opponents, and, and so... They'll probably have no trouble doing that. But of course, you know, the Democrat Party doesn't think that Thug Shaker Central is going to be their political opponents. They're like, oh, you guys are thugs? You must be like a Black Lives Matter group. We like you. You're on our, you're on our team. So, so much for that. Um, however, Bellingcat was able to confirm that Vaki and others who spoke to Bellingcat, as well as another who shared the documents on the WowMau server, were part of the Thug Shaker server 
given that they were shared members, they shared member lists with Bellingcat, which matched in key details. Their accounts of the server's general nature also independently coincided. The name of the Thug Shaker server frequently changed, sometimes to that of a racial slur. Oh, well, that'll get them caught. If it moved into a racial slur, then the Discord guys probably got their Antifa guys in there. There's probably like a bunch of Antifa Twitter accounts on there who are like, all right, I know, I know we're going to go dox these Nazis. And then they're like, oh, wait a second, they're thugs again. Never mind. Posts had channel listings. Uh, posts and channel listings show that the server's Users were interested in video games, music, orthodox Christianity, and fandom by the popular YouTuber Oxide. The server was not especially geopolitical in nature, although its users had a staunchly conservative stance on several issues, members told Bellingcat. Racial slurs and racial memes were uh, shared very widely. Bellingcat contacted Discord to ask about the existence of the Thug Shaker Central, WoWMAO, and Minecraft Earthmap servers, as well as whether Discord had any knowledge that top-secret documents were apparently being shared there. Bellingcat also asked the Department of Defense whether the documents shared in the channels were genuine and if it was aware of the sources of the apparent leak. Discord said it was not able to provide comment at this time when contacted by Bellingcat because they're not going to tell you that they're spying on their users, but they are. The DOD told Bellingcat that an e in an email that it was, quote, actively reviewing the matter and made a formal referral to the Department of Justice for investigation. Well, you know, I would go ahead and say that that story, uh, what, how do I say this? on surreal politics, because this is not the kind of story where I would say a word like BS, you know, but you get where I'm going with this. This is absolute nonsense. <laughs> these people are trying to create, these people leak these documents, okay? This is open source stuff from these, you know, open source intelligence agencies, as they like to call themselves. And they're trying to pass this off as something real. And so they created this convoluted trail of stuff. Now, if you're the guy who's trying to like, what are you trying to do with these documents, right? This is not like some, think about this. They say that these things were folded up and put into somebody's pocket and snuck out of some kind of intelligence briefing. Okay. Now, Joe Biden did this all the time when he was a senator. So that's perfectly plausible that somebody would do that. I don't call this into question. The question is, what's your goal, okay? If you're going to commit a felony and, like, steal a bunch of top-secret documents, and you're going to leak military information about troop movements, well, this is a time-sensitive concern, obviously, right? And so there's a goal in doing this. You're either going to try to get it to the Russian Federation because it's helpful to them, or you're going to, like, warn, you know, Ukraine. You're like, hey, everybody knows what you're, where you are. But this guy's like, hey... I'm going to go on this, like, obscure thing where they're either thugs or Nazis, depending on the, you know, the hour of the day, whatever. And I'm going to be like, hey, guys, here's some top secret documents. You'll be like, oh, thanks. I'll hold on to these in case I get into an argument on Minecraft. And then sure enough, they get into an argument on Minecraft and the guy sees it. And he's like, oh, this is a top secret document. The guys on 4chan are going to love this. And then he goes over to 4chan, and then the guys on 4chan are like, oh my god, this isn't on Telegram yet, copy pasta, and they, and they go do it. These guys are trying to create some, like, stupid convoluted tale to, um, 
mask the fact that they're the source of the story. Okay, that's obviously what happened here. And that's exactly what you would expect. If you ever saw this Navalny thing that I was talking to you about before, that was on CNN, um, it was preposterous. It was completely ridiculous to look at. These guys are like, oh, well. Oh, well, that's very interesting. So it just, I'm just discovering that my, um, my phone interface was not updating for some period of time. And I have just refreshed it. And so if you tried to call in and you were like, Cantwell's not answering me, um, I will answer you now. And I'm very sorry about that. 217-688-1433. So, as I was saying, I can't believe the technical problems tonight. The stuff rattles me. I'm sorry. If you had seen this thing on CNN, you would understand that this is the type of thing that these people would find plausible. They're sitting in this, like, it's like this guy and his girlfriend and this other dude, and they're just like, I don't know, they're like cold-calling spies, you know? And they're like, hey, dude, why didn't you poison Navalny right? He's still alive. And he's like, I don't know, I tried to put it in his underwear. And he's, you know, I'll do it again later. And they're like, we got him, guys. And there's no verification of who they're talking to. It's just like the guys, it's just Alexei Navalny's cell phone on speaker with like a camera in the room. And they're like, we've got him dead to rights, fellas. You guys aren't going to question us, right? You guys are CNN. You're not going to ask, like, meaningful questions because that would, like, defeat the whole purpose of this enterprise, you know? And so, yeah, that's what happened. Anyway, let me see. <laughs> All right. I'm going to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for tuning in to Surreal Politics. You can become a paying member. Um, I understand that um, if you've uh, suffered through some of my technical difficulties today, uh, that might not be too inspiring. But, of course, if I have more money, then I can pay other people to do these things. And I don't have to worry about it anymore. But uh, you should do that. You should go over to uh, surrealpolitics.com slash join. We'll allow you to become a paying member for $10 a month. And then you get to do a private session with me. Well, not private, not like one-on-one, but like you, me, and the other members. We'll get together every Wednesday at the same time, 9.30 p.m. Wednesdays. We do a members-only video chat. I hop in there. We could take some time. And uh, it's been pretty good. We do, we do uh, one of them a week, and then I post the archives of that as members-only content. So if you're not there, you get to, uh, you get to listen in on it or whatever. Um, we also – I just set up um, – I'm going to make a post about this, but I'll give you guys a, sort of a sneak preview of it. So I've told some of you guys that I have like this account that I pay for with like one of these AI art generator things. Um, and I have the AI art generator in a Discord server that is for Surreal Politics paying members only. And I have it set up that you can use my account with the AI art generator. So if you've seen some of the images that I've been posting, um, especially to Surreal Politics, but also elsewhere. Excuse me. That is a large part generated by this. Now, I have like a, a, like a stock image thing. I pay for some of this stuff. But the AI art-generated stuff that you see me doing is, is created with this thing, and it's a very sort of high-end thing. And I have to figure out, you probably place some kind of limits on it because um, I'll, it's a technical detail. I'll talk about it another day. But, you know, you can't, um, there's limits that we have to place upon it. But if you join... As a Surreal Politics premium member at surrealpolitics.com slash join, there is a feature within your membership apparatus on the website to associate your Discord account with your surrealpolitics.com uh, account. And then you will be automatically joined to the Surreal Politics Discord server. 
and then you will be able to join the AI art channel on the server. And then you can leak top secret documents there. It's going to be great. You guys can leak all your top secret documents and then, you know, and then I'll get shot or whatever. It'll be fun. Um, but no, but seriously, don't leak top secret documents. Um, launder them through the AI chatbot. Okay. So like if you have Ukrainian troop movements and you want to get them to the Russian Federation, you you give it to the AI art bot. And you're like, imagine this was real. Then the AI art bot is like, okay, I'll imagine it. And then we'll have like AI art of like flying Ukrainian troops with wings on their boots and stuff. And it'll be good. And then you just give that over to Vladimir Putin and he'll straighten it right now. Um, so that's one of the features that I am adding for you as a member, in addition to the, uh, into the weekly chest. If you don't want any of that stuff, you could just pay me, um, givesendgo.com slash SPMs, like Surreal Politics Media. That would be a great thing for you to do. And you could do that, uh, that you can do a one-time or recurring, um, uh, donation over there. That'd be fine with me. I take cryptocurrency, all that stuff. I'm not going to read the keys out on the air, but you can, uh, go to, uh, surrealpolitics.com slash donate, and that will uh, get you all my keys. If you want to send me an email or something, uh, that'll be fine. If you have crypto that is not one of the keys that I list, I'm happy to take it. Just uh, tell me what kind of crypto you want to send me, and I'll make sure to get you a key. And that will probably do it for us tonight. Thank you very much for tuning in to Surreal Politics. I hope that you guys have a wonderful evening. And all of you fine members out there, I will see you, of course, this coming Wednesday and then uh, a lot of you guys will probably see you Friday, too. All right? You guys have a wonderful evening.